You are listening to First in Human, where we interview industry leaders and investors to learn about their journey to inhuman clinical trials. Presented by Vial, a tech-enabled CRO. Hosted by co-founder Andrew Bracken, with episodes launching weekly on Tuesdays and Thursdays. For episode 14, we connect with Vineet Jain, co-founder and CEO of Ignite. Stay tuned to hear about the common misconceptions with ETMF. Hi, I'm Andrew Bracken, co-founder of Vile, a next-generation CRO built for biotech. And I'm here today with Vineet Jain, the CEO of Ignite. Hi, Vineet. Hey, Andrew. How are you? How are you doing? Uh, why don't you tell us what you do and uh, tell us a bit about Ignite? Sure, I would love to. As you said, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Ignite. I started Ignite, it's almost now 15 years. Ignite is an all-in-one content security and governance platform that focuses on providing visibility and control into the organization's most valuable asset, their data. Today, we have 17,000 customers that trust Ignite to reduce their IT complexity, prevent ransomware and IP theft, and boost employee productivity on any app, any cloud, any device. One of the areas I would like to mention is that we cater to high-performance and highly regulated industries, especially life sciences. The other two verticals, which are also important for us, are financial services and architecture, engineering, and construction. Today, we have almost 700 life science customers in the discovery, development, and clinical phases of R&D. Ignite as a whole is focused on the mid-market, and that's a key word for me. We do not chase the big blue whales or the big elephants if they're inbounded we take them down. We have 120-odd very large accounts. Red Bull is a good example. But the focus is on the mid-market where compliance, security, collaboration, they have to be automated and simplified for IT teams, which are fairly lean and who cannot afford large enterprise security stacks. And therefore, Ignite for Life Sciences is geared towards early life-stage companies, especially in emerging biotech. Super exciting. I know our team has really enjoyed getting to know the product and the platform and, uh, you know, I think it solves a real need. So I know Ignite is one of the first secure content platforms in this age of unstructured data. What common misconceptions do you hear about your industry and what you do? And how have you worked to overcome those misconceptions? There are quite a few misconceptions, as you say. Many of them view ETMF only as a final document repository where you're submitting documents after the regulatory notification of an upcoming TMF inspection to be sent to the sponsor. While ETMF, of course, is a much-needed solution, the focus has to be on better change management, improved processes, and constant training. And ETMF solutions will help keep your trial safe and secure and your PI information safe. So one of the areas that Ignite for Life Sciences ETMF focuses on is to apply automation and AI to monitor things like misindexed documents, sensitive personal information, while also protecting against potential ransomware attacks. Now, with that more visibility into your trial status, you can more efficiently address milestones to streamline the workflows. And that is packaged into something which is very easy to deploy and very easy to consume. Super interesting. And, and that makes a lot of sense to me. Another misconception people have is that they worry that adding an ETMF will slow down the process currently in place because the teams have to now learn how to comply with the new process or system. And our take is that with Ignite's ETMF, we have seen clinical trial teams get their studies up faster, have quicker resolutions for questions around milestones and study completeness due to the platform's capability acting as a long-term repository for trial documents. 
The other aspect of ETMF is to provide the teams with GXP compliance, access governance, communication, and data controls for consistency. One of the most exciting parts of what you're doing is it feels like today clinical trial software is so far behind the landscape of incredible tools in, in the enterprise and consumer tools that we use on a daily basis. And I'm excited about your ETMF kind of bringing that world-class technology to every clinical trial, both the governance and security, but also just a slick, easy platform that people enjoy using. Ignite officially expanded its global footprint into India in 2021, and you currently hold offices in multiple cities around the world. What are the challenges of international expansion and where are you expanding next? You know, I'm headquartered here in the heart of the beast, Silicon Valley, mm -hmm. you in particular, surrounded by ginormous companies. Google, of course, is the biggest one. Our customer base is focused primarily in North America and in EMEA limited around UK, where we have one of the offices. Today, when I look at our overall office spread, it's translating into around six offices. Besides headquarters, Salt Lake City, Raleigh, Spokane, we have a fairly big development center in Poland, which is around 250-odd people. And lately, we are making a significant effort to bring in more talent. And therefore, we had to go to, logically, the next place, which was India, the challenge, as you said, when you're becoming more disputed, on one hand, the global presence enables us to hire the best talent wherever that is. And therefore, we are not hampered by the lack of expertise. And despite in the climate today where you hear about tech layoffs, you think that the hiring climate would get any better. I don't think so. Good people are always hard to find. And especially in tech, it's never been a buyer's market. So while we have been hiring people wherever we can, primarily these locations, the challenge of how do you keep them together and create a sense of cohesion where the normal mode of working has become remote, uh, some kind of hybrid. So doing a lot of effort and things like hosting regular company-wide town halls, virtual as well as in-person, annual team meets like we are currently taking 177 employees and flying them to one central location in India. And we do that once every six months. Similarly, in Poland, we have 250-odd people. We have to do things like that. So while there's a relentless focus on hiring, keeping that synergy and having a common sense of purpose and a goal alignment across these teams is absolutely critical. And you know, as they say, there's no free lunch. So there's a lot of effort that me and my leadership have to put in to get the productivity out of all these investments. That makes a lot of sense and incredibly exciting. And, and I completely agree with you on the hiring market. It feels like top tier talent is still incredibly hard to access and uh, requires, you know, we have a remote culture at Vile. Finding, especially in the world of clinical research, it's incredibly hard to hire the best people. Technology is at the core of what we do at Vile. I know it's, it's at the core of what you do at Ignite. Where do you see the most promise for technology coming into the clinical research space? So ETMF is definitely one of the key areas as it's become the standard in clinical trial space. And it's more than just a data entry tool. In fact, I have a stat here, 75% of emerging sponsors and CROs, contract research organizations, already have some kind of ETMF. The clinical teams are adopting the ETMF solution as a single source of truth for all the documents collected around their trials. And they also provide teams with things like GXP compliance, access governance, communication, and data control tools. Now, traditionally, organizations have been limited by a lack of time and resource to commit to implementing an ETMF solution, and the market was geared towards serving generally big pharma. But that is starting to change. For instance, talking about Ignite's own ETMF offering, it is targeted towards early-stage biotech companies where the resources and revenues are limited. We understand the companies will struggle in not having a budget to purchase these all-or-nothing expensive solutions, 
So now I feel that these smaller companies have a choice and a chance to compete with larger life science companies with solutions like Ignites and their others. And this enables them to spin up studies quickly with customized templates, have full visibility into their trial data, and I would believe reduce the likelihood of misplacing documents with compliance features. So I think that the promise of remote access, faster startups, standardized structures, and standardized platforms, it's a gold rush of ETMF uptake, if that's a word I could use. Yeah, absolutely. It blows us away how much technology needs to be implemented into these workflows. And I think ETMF and better governance and file storage will bring a lot, a lot of speed and efficiency to sponsors. The last question for you today is, it's obviously an incredibly challenging market for biotech companies and for technology companies. What advice do you have for founders navigating this challenging fundraising climate? My first comment that applies to any climate, irrespective of the climate we are in, is that founders, sometimes they lose sight of trying to create valuation at the cost of creating true value. That should be the big focus for no matter what you're doing, to build a sturdy business model, maintain fiscal prudence. And at some point, of course, you have to target cash flow positivity, maybe not too early. But in today's climate, when I look at the funding situation, indeed, fundraising has taken a big hit for tech industry at large. And you notice that with the big PE and VC firms, they're holding back on fresh investments. And there's an interesting trend that I've been discussing, including with some of my board members, the investor board members, that they are still investing in the early stage, the seed, the series A, albeit at more reasonable valuation. It's the follow-on investments, the large investments in beyond this B, I would say typically C, D, E, which are requiring a lot more diligence, more scrutiny, more deep structures being introduced. The time is ripe for founders to focus their efforts in truly developing their product, listening to customers, and keep looking at how can I expand my total available market size. And of course, it's table stakes to say you have to be prudent about your barn. You have to look at some path of being cash flow positive. At some point in the future, it cannot be growth at any cost model, which was the norm, as I saw, Andrew, in the past five, six years. Those days are gone, and I don't think they're coming back. I love your point about creating value rather than just an valuation. And uh, I totally agree with you and, and think that's very smart. And obviously, you, it's pretty incredible to see what you've built over a number of years and how you've built Ignite into a world-class platform and then been able to move into industries like life sciences and be able to kind of apply value in this side of the world. So really interesting stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Vineet, thank you so much for the time today. We're incredibly excited about everything you're doing at Ignite and the value you're bringing to the life sciences ecosystem. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for the opportunity and the kind words. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Apple, Spotify, and Google.